Good morning, afternoon, whatever it may be, where you are today, and welcome to Wandering Adventures. I'm your host, The Wandering Witch, and today I have Erica, the storytelling traveler with me, and Alexa, the fairy god sister, will be joining us very soon. And we have lots of new fun and excitement to share with you guys. But of course, first things first, we have to dive into new news, which is our housekeeping of every episode. And then we're going to dive into what things every Disneylander needs to know when they are experiencing world for their first time trip. So Erica, thanks for joining us today. Yeah, I'm super excited. I am too. It's that I usually do. Yeah, and it's a nice take to get the different agents from the agency in here and you know, mix it up a little bit and yeah, have some fun with everyone. Yeah, I'm excited. I know we've had Lindsay on here and everybody had their little intro episode. So I'm excited to start intertwining everybody a little bit more and more yeah. each week if we can and whatnot. So let's go ahead and dive in with the new news since, you know, yesterday being Monday when we were released all this information, we had so much dropped for non-Tuesday day. All at once. <laughs> But I can't, so, I'm I like, mean, I can't keep up with it. I know. Ashley, what are you most excited for? Honestly, 2024 packages. Me too. <laughs> Just because like, I, I have clients that are going to the world in the fall and they're like, well, that doesn't even affect me for the dining packages. Why, why is it important now? And I'm like, I get you. I, I don't know a lot about dining packages because I've never had to be able to sell one with you know covid going down and yeah so i think for me too i was talking to a client yesterday the thing that's cool about them dropping it so we can start booking at the end of the month is it gives people so much time to save right because they only have to do the deposit yes they can you have all the selection in the world of like which hotel and everything else for you and you can just make the payments and stuff which i think is like super like if you look forward to christmas and so you book that's what like i was just gonna March, say and it's already mostly paid for because i am the most last minute shopper ever it's always like christmas eve and i'm like elbowing people at target oh yeah for, you know candy canes um <laughs> so, right and even then they're half broke oh my gosh i know last year i opened them and i was like i mean i'm still gonna eat them but they're definitely like all in thirds oh <laughs> uh, yeah i totally understand that one i can't even that's why half the time I don't buy candy canes anymore just because they are broke when I get to them yeah they're still good so I know oh yeah I'll be honest (laughs) if we do have them broke up we just throw them into like a um, Ziploc bag or a Tupperware and we add them to our hot cocoa oh that sounds so good it makes it a simple you know repurpose yeah of the candy cane but no, seriously, that's what I was thinking too, is being able to book them come, what is it, May 31st? Yeah. Um, and be able to plan out from now to like Christmas and be like, hey, come Christmas, you could drop this as a Christmas present and it's already, you know, paid for. Yeah, no, that's exactly what I was thinking. And especially, you know, with the dining plan coming back and you can add your dining plan in right yes so then into everything, your package like for me not having to think about it when i get there like just knowing i'm like oh i can just go use my my quick serve credit for the day or whatever it makes it so much easier 
Yeah. Like, even for if it's sure. the same cost, the fact that it's already paid for just feels really good to me. Oh, yeah. Well, and then you're not thinking about, oh, well, do I have enough money on my visa to cover it right now? It's already just, like, out of sight, out of mind. Right. You've already done it. Um, so yeah. I'm super excited about that. And the... Um, park reservation update i think is really yes exciting. i just i'm like super excited for that because it's too. like okay world slowly releasing this you know which if you're new to our podcast we kind of discuss our news of what's happening in the park in the last week of everything that we've been announced and not just disney alone universal has deals you know everything we get it within a week's time frame we try to touch base on so we're t talking right now about theme park reservations no longer being required at Walt Disney World for date-based tickets. So what that means is you're gonna be able to simply select a start day. So say you wanna go February 14th and I wanna be in the park on Valentine's Day, you no longer will have to make a park reservation on top of your ticket purchase. Right, so Which I is think, gonna be I hope that comes so to exciting. Disneyland too. So I feel like it's gotta be. I mean, they've already really released the like, um, park hopper time to being a different time right. slowly at Disneyland like they did at World and then World now has it where after 2 p.m. if you're a magic key holder you don't have to have those reservations anymore right so it's got to be coming they've got to be doing something to allow it to slide for everyone yeah that's what I'm hoping so. for too so fingers crossed and then I know we're still waiting on some updates on what they're going to do with Genie Plus so I think that's going to be super exciting yeah, I don't, I'm kind of, I know that they said that they were trying to make it um, more accessible that like, so you're not constantly on your phone throughout the day going, hey, I want to register this ride and I want to do this ride now. They want to be able to make it so that you can do everything before you even get to the parks. Yeah. So that will be so stress relieving, especially when you're like Disneyland itself. Um, they've added Wi-Fi at the park, but even the Wi-Fi can get over bogged down. So half the time you're still struggling to be able to get into the apps to make those reservations. Yeah. One of the things I always tell, um, like in big capital letters for clients is like bring a backup <laughs> phone charger or be prepared to buy the yes. fuel rods at the park because your phone will not make it the whole day that i promise you but even that with the fuel rods you have to go through the you you get lucky you'll have ones that stay decently charged but half the time people get ones that are you know dead half the time when they pull it out of the machine yeah i like the ones on i get them on amazon i think they're like anchor brand that's the ones that we okay, use yeah. and those ones always they last the whole day like on our last trip <laughs> i thought i had put my phone on like the wireless charging pad back at the hotel and apparently i did not so i woke up and had like four percent battery so i just left it on there the whole day it was fully charged it's funny that we're talking about these. My fuel rod is actually above my head in my lounge fly, but I actually have my big power bank right here with me. And it's actually a Mophie power boost. And it's like 20,000 uh, mAh battery. So it's like a big beast of a brick. I mean, like it's as big as my cell phone. Yeah, that's how big mine is too. Mine's pretty big. <laughs> it's the solid size of my cell phone. And I mean, it's so powerful that I mean, everybody can charge their phone throughout the day and keeps them fully charged. And then, you know, if I have to throw the camera on it for that sake, too, it does that. Oh, that's awesome. So, but so many things for world besides just dining packages. And then we've got 
um, the new Universal tickets that dropped. Yeah. Which is like, dude, buy two days, get three days free. Granted, there is stipulations with that. If you do purchase them, they are um, have to be used within an eight day period of the start of your trip. I did find that out last night when I was looking for clients um, in general. They, so they, because they were only looking at being there for like a weekend, and they were like, "Is it worth buying these tickets and then you know having all these extra days if we're not even going to be there?" Right. Granted, it's you know. Well, and then you know the included express pass when you stay at certain levels of the hotel and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know that's especially if you do it too. If you want to do like a split stay with Universal. Yes. Oh, Disney yeah. World. And then I travel over. such a good deal. Yes, I agree. And then I know right now they still have the big 30% um, savings at Walt Disney World Resorts. And then I know they're still really pushing those Galactic Cruiser <laughs> voyages, even though nobody wants to pay the money for those. Um, the other thing, too, is Alani is having, I was just doing this for a client last night, too, Alani is having a fall sale. Um, I think it's 25%. It depends on the room type. But So they're doing oh, a okay. sale. Um, the cruises are still having a couple of discounts. So kind of depending on where you live, there's always going to be, we'll always find the deal for you. Yeah, seeing the pictures of Alani are amazing and so exciting to make me want to go there. I I can't like talking, listening to you guys talk about luau's and finding like even ones that aren't specifically to resorts themselves, but are like even better in the cultural aspect it just makes me want to just jump on a plane and go to hawaii now right i know i was i, love um, it. I have a client going next month so i've been working on their like luau's and their itinerary so i'm looking at the pictures and i'm like i want to go but also dude just the, paradise the luau at awani is sold out on their dates um and through um one of our the vendors we have they are gonna mm-hmm. pick them up take them to this other one that's uh, they said it's less than 10 minutes away, but the transportation stuff, because they don't want to have a rental car. So there's just wow. so much you can do even at Alani that isn't necessarily at Alani that has transportation to like other areas. They're also doing Pearl Harbor. Um, so there's lots of fun stuff. I know I always look at the pictures and I'm like, I want to go. I want a Mickey Mouse shaped, shaped yeah. ice. Oh, right. That looks good. I love it. So we also have some other news, and I'm trying to find the name really fast. But at Disneyland, we had a little bit of sad news over the weekend. One of the um, cats that actually runs through Disney's California Adventure um, that actually hangs out over at... um, the Magic Key Terrace, which is a really yummy restaurant, Her, it was named Nutmeg, and sadly they passed away. Which it was a very long-haired, beautiful, blondish, reddish-haired kibby nibby, and I just wanted to cuddle it. Oh, kitty! That's so sad. I know. I know. I love also I looking trying. for all the cats. That's like an activity. Yes. Uh, so like Snickers and stuff like that. We love finding Snickers. And then, in fact, when I was staying at Paradise Pier, 
I believe it was Paradise Pier. Actually, it might have even been the Disneyland Hotel, more than I think about it. I um, actually came across two of the Disneyland cats that were for the hotels that just kind of hung out over there. And oh, they're so pretty. One was up in a tree. The other one was just like passed out in a pile of rocks, <laughs> like just laying in the, in the side of the garden, just passed out. It was so funny. I'm trying to find the name of the newest Disney Imagineer because it is not um, a traditional, here we go, a traditional um, person as an Imagineer. Did you know about that? No, I didn't know. I found it. Yeah, Disney hired their very first canine Imagineer this last week. And her name is Noodle. And she's so cute. She's like, um, I believe she's a golden retriever. <gasps> yes, she's a golden retriever. No, she's not. She's a lab. She's a yellow lab. Um, and she is adorable. I love it. I'm so I love that Disney is thinking outside of the box and adding more and more creativity to their um, fun. Yeah, no, to- absolutely. So. Yeah. So I don't know if we have any other new news though, besides the Universal's tickets and, um, I mean, we could go down to Disneyland Alley with news between DeSantis stuff and new magic bands and food. Okay. Hold on. Can we talk about food? Uh, because always. we always know I have to talk about food. Always. Um, I have a favorite cold brew at Disneyland, right? <laughs> at Docking Bay seven, the, the Cocoa Puff, um, Oh, the Cocoa Puff one. Is it so good? It's amazing. But here's the kicker. They just changed it a little bit. They took off the Cocoa Puffs. Oh. And added crushed up Oreos. Okay, I'm back in. You had you lost me and then you had me again. <laughs> it's I'm like, it's now called Cookies and Cream Cold Brew Experiment 7290. Oh my good. gosh. It's got a sweet cream cold foam. And oh, oh wait, no, this is a different one. So hold up, where's this one? This is a oh, this one's at uh, Pim Test Kitchen. Ooh, have you tried the one that's at um, Cafe Daisy in Toontown? No, I ha- I have not. Okay, and I. It looks so good. I don't know how to think about it. When I was putting it, it into looks the amazing. Blog, so I'm not necessarily like a super sweet like drink person like i don't even put sugar in my coffee but okay i for some reason it just looks so good and so i'm like "Mm, i think i'm gonna need to make a beeline there and the um pizza fold over thing looks so good no 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 i'm sorry throw throw all of those out the window okay you sent me a tiktok the other night of a baked potato yes Oh my gosh. My husband was like, when are we going? That looks amazing. I was like, dude, I have a reservation on the 30th. Like he comes to me last night and he's like, so I was kind of thinking about taking you to Hollywood. We were going to try to go to one of our favorite restaurants that's down there. And it's like top notch chef kiss. Um, In fact, I could do a whole episode on that place. (laughs) Um, So good. Best, best cheeseburger of my life. Um, but he was like, oh, we could go down there. We could try to do this. I literally look, told him last night, I was all, if you're seriously thinking about taking me all the way down to like Anaheim area, just take me to Disneyland. 
I'll make a park reservation. I'll run into the park. I'll only hit Disneyland because it's all I need. I'll hit Jolly Holiday. I'll get my grilled cheese barrier sandwich. I'll go get a baked potato from Troubadour Tavern. And then I might even grab a juice or something from Galactic Grill on the way out. I said, and of course, I'll get us some churros. He goes, you have this thought planned out. I said, you're darn right I do. You're talking food to me on my birthday? Yeah, did hmm. I know, but I know did what you I see? Want. So they got the loaded baked potato, but then they also got the chili <gasps> cheese sauce for the, um, I can't. the potato nachos at Cafe Daisy. Yeah. And then they poured the chili cheese sauce on the loaded baked potato. On the potato. Okay, I cannot. Oh Can you imagine doing that on the broccoli one, <clears throat> too? And then, like, the, oh, my that gosh. chili the cheese sauce with the broccoli. Oh, and then the pride punch that they forgot right now for yes. um, the the Lion King show. I got that when I was there in the fall, and the tamarind in it it makes it so good. I know, I'm so I excited. Love, oh. I love Me and you just sit here and we're like, let's just talk food. Period. I, That's food me episode. Who blog. needs to know about world? That's me on every blog. Like, okay, we're starting with food, and we will end with food. <laughs> But food is the Lindsay, she's like, Ashley said that there's food in this episode. I can't listen until after I've eaten lunch because she just makes me want to eat everything. Okay. I'm like, I'm sorry. I, I just, know. I get excited. And then the watermelon lemonade with the watermelon oh. gummies at the bottom. Yes. It's so yummy. I love it. I can't. Okay, food. Like, I'm sitting here still looking at this Oreo cold brew on my screen. The cookies and cream one from Tim Test Kitchen. <laughs> And it's like the cold brew's in the cup. They've got like a chocolate sauce around it, but then they've taken Oreo crumbs and they've like dipped the cup in like a marshmallow cream, it looks like, and rolled the rim of the cup in this Oreo. And then you've got your whole coffee in it with sweet cream on top. And then like a full Oreo sits directly in the middle. Oh my gosh, that sounds like, come on. I can't. I could talk food all day long. All day, I know, me too. Well, I'd like to welcome Miss Alexa to the podcast today. How are you today, dear? Hey, I'm good. How's everyone doing? We're talking food. So what do you think? We're we're starving. <laughs> also, also my favorite thing to talk about I, outside of just Disney in general. That's food. what I said. We could just talk about food for a whole episode and we wouldn't accomplish we should. We anything should but food well, and being that was the purpose we should get yeah, everybody well, in. We should have a whole agency well, podcast with everybody talking about food literally i think I love it. we can all talk about like our favorite foods okay but i won't yeah, see that's what i'm saying we... about my favorite foods so <laughs> it'll be long i but see that's, that's what okay, i think because who doesn't like talking about food or listening about food? I know. that's what i'm saying it'll be so much fun to get everyone involved i and that's what i'm kind of hoping for sometime in the future of everybody being on and we'll do like a once a month type of live podcast where everybody can see all of our faces together on the same screen while we talk to you guys about travel and who knows then you guys can like catch us live and have like a full-on conversation and and who knows there's a lot of stuff coming up in the future for myself and for the other agents so we will be putting this on our bucket list of fun to prepare for yeah right bucket list of fun i like it because we have a lot of things that we all want to do in the agency wise i mean look what we did week one in we threw a podcast together and look how we've got what did i say last time somebody asked me last night how many followers we have and i think last time i saw we have over 200 
Oh! So, and I mean, yeah, and it's like each day when I look at it, it's slowly getting, like my map gets a little bit brighter for where no. listeners are coming from. So it's like a bright orange in like four different spots over the US. And then as you zoom in, it's got like these little tiny orange spots for each little individual city that's downloaded it so many times. And so I'm so excited. Amazing. We're going global, guys. I gotta go, but I'll catch you guys next time. Thanks for jumping Bye, in, Erica. Erica. It was so fun. I'll see you guys later. Bye. Bye. Well, hello, Miss Alexa. Are you ready to tell me all the things I need to know about going to Disney World? Since, you know, oh, I blew I everyone's ready. mind with land. <laughs> I am ready. I'm very concerned that we might end up going the, the two hours again. Hey, that's okay. <laughs> uh, you know, it was honestly one of our most top downloaded episodes already. So it tells oh, me okay. it really was. It's on the let's see we were we're already 10 episodes deep we're on episode 11 today minus our little mini episodes and it's in the top five for downloads wow so that's some kind of amazing it's it's really exciting because that means that you know we're actually sharing information that people didn't know and they're excited to hear and it makes me all giddy inside and that's perfect because that's like that's really what we as travel agents are here for right it's yes. to share our knowledge we have the training the background most of us have been there more than we time. can yeah. yeah so like we can help navigate these situations so if we can share that information like that's amazing yes even if even if you're just new to the travel agent business you've planned enough vacations on your own you kind of have a little bit of insight of stuff so you get to share those little ins and outs that some people don't even know. Like, like Disneyland, instead of taking your picture in front of the castle, go to one of the side shots. One, less people. Two, absolutely. half the time, it's a beauter, beauter, beauter shot. We got beauter shots up in beauter. here. Beautifuler shot. And I know World has the same thing. I, I see it all the time. People are always taking mm -hmm. photos from under different buildings and, you know, getting those side shots. And I love it. It makes me excited. Yeah. So, who's ready to find out all the different things to expect at Walt Disney World? Me! Uh, you know, it's one of the things that I think is the biggest surprise, and I feel like we started this with um, land in that podcast, mm -hmm. but just the sheer size, right? Yes. So, like, not even, I mean, if you can't really compare apples to apples because the parks themselves are different like you guys don't yeah. have a magic kingdom but if we're looking at like disneyland proper right so like the actual disneyland park not just the resort as a whole it's comparable to magic kingdom yeah but you guys in disneyland have like not including attractions you have 34 rides 34 rides at disneyland we only have 24 Wow. in magic kingdom so already like right off the bat we're 10 rides down so there's obviously going to be more space but then i mean if you look at anaheim versus oh yeah was it? it's um lake buena vista technically speaking right we're orlando but it's lake buena vista disney bought thirty thousand acres like three zero comma zero 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 thirty thousand acres in the swampy middle of Florida 
in order to build his second park. So naturally, we're going to have just a lot more space than you guys do at Anaheim. Oh, yeah, for and I sure. Think I, I'm not sure that's something that people really think about when they come to Disney World and they're so used to Disneyland. Um, I can't remember. We were talking in our agent chat, right? Um, the agency chat. And someone had said, I don't know, it might have been you. Um, that I'd say a lot. <laughs> <laughs> what did that, I say? That like... That, like in Disneyland, you're just walking like boom, 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 oh, yeah. boom, boom. It's, there's a ride, there's a ride, there's a ride, there's a ride. Everything's like right in your face. There's no, there, I mean, there's space in between like each individual land, but like they're still on top of each other. Like, and we don't, I don't think we have that the same way you guys do. I mean, we, our rides are still like, you know, clumped together by the different areas, but, um, but like there's still some breathing space. Yeah. No, I mean, so I mean I don't... there's like some breathing space. Like if you're going from Fantasyland around the backside of like our Big Thunder Mountain and coming through that side to Frontierland and that there's like a, a, a good chunk where there's like nothing. It's just like a, a walkway and it's just kind of like a nice quiet walkway, which is nice. And then like you can go off to the right one way and it'll take you to Galaxy's Edge and stuff like that. But even then there's nothing right there. And you got like a good there's a good chunk. Honestly, there's a good chunk of that park that they could have done more with i feel possibly and maybe they have plans to do that you know blue sky projects and all yeah um but that's another thing your big thunder mountain i feel like is like in the middle of your park yeah and that's wild to me anyways yeah because ours is like up in a corner it's like literally Mm -hmm. the furthest point (laughs) oh yeah well if you're walking in and the castle is in front of you right and that's another thing we have cinderella's castle yeah so our castle is different than yours you have sleeping beauty we have cinderella um but if you're staring at the castle all like to your left in like the top like the way 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 back corner is our big thunder mountain so for me to like even conceptualize it's like just in the middle of the park is complete it's like wild it's a crazy thought yeah crazy thought for me yeah it's but it's very i i didn't think about that before yeah because like i've seen pictures yeah it's like and you know we were talking about you know i just mentioned like the blue sky projects right one of the things is like that villain land oh my that God. would be like beyond and that was literally how they explained it beyond big thunder mountain and when yeah. they, literally at D23, when they explained those blue sky projects, I literally flew out of my seat. Flew They're out amazing. of my seat. I'm so because I am like the, everybody knows I'm the biggest Halloween horror creepy guru. Mm-hmm. I call my car the voodoo wagon. I mean, I'm the creature of black, you know, whatever. Wandering witch, it's my vibe. So when they announce villains, I'm like, give me everything. I want the lime greens. I want the horror i want it all that's so funny but yeah so that's that's another thing i feel like a lot of times those um, blue sky projects end up being more walt disney world but again we have thirty thousand acres to work with you guys had a lot of hotels pop up right around that area there's not much space for you guys to work and with. there's still not space and they're trying to, yeah, well, and they're trying to talk about these new projects now and i'm like you're gonna eliminate a parking lot we use that yeah. parking lot where are you gonna yeah. put those cars They'll probably build a park, like a bigger parking see, structure. That's the thing is, I'm like, like trying to picture it in Anaheim. There's so much tight knit space. It's like, how? Like there was talks about a a bridge being put over one of the main roads at one point over to where the um, good neighbor hotels are that are like across the street from the park. 
That never happened. Mm -hmm. So it's like, so I'm like, how do you plan on doing that? I just, I don't see it. I mean, be, unless they're just start taking out more of the Disneyland building warehouses that are in the back lots, like they did for Galaxy's Edge. I don't see them really being able to fully expand like they do at World. Mm -mm. Nope, not at all. So, I mean, and, and that's the thing. If we go way back, right, um, Magic Kingdom was definitely the cornerstone of Walt Disney World, but it wasn't the only experience that Disney wanted to build, right? He had that hope, the hopes and dreams of Epcot. And for anyone who doesn't know, Epcot isn't just like the name of the park, the way Magic Kingdom is the name of the park. It actually stands for Experimental Prototype Community of Tomorrow, E-P-C-O-D. Um, and it was Disney's dream to actually have a running, functioning community inside of Disney World. I wish that would have happened. I know, it would have been really cool. But um, he did pass away before, well, he passed away before Magic Kingdom even was fully completed and opened. So, um, so it was up to Roy to then try and figure out Epcot and moving forward with Epcot. And it, they ended up just turning it into another park. But with that, we got some really cool stuff because there's different areas of Epcot. You have, I think the one area that everyone I think the two big things are the two big things that people know when they think of Epcot is right that the Epcot ball where Spaceship Earth is. So, you know, that's like the whole big Epcot thing, but also the World Showcase, right? Everyone knows that we have like that really cool um, area in the back where you can eat and drink. At, I want to say it's 11, 11 different country pavilions. So there's that. So we've got... Epcot that you guys don't have. We have a lot of rides in Epcot that you guys don't have. I want to say the only one that overlaps is Soren. I love Soren. But like you're right, I mean, there Soren's are amazing. so many different rides that you guys have that I'm like, I want that. Why well, I mean you like, guys people move. You guys also have that. So I have a list of rides that we have that you don't have. So we have things like in Magic Kingdom. I don't think you guys have a people mover. Not anymore. We still so we still the, the track. But you don't have like the thing. Yeah, I kid you not. The track we is have still the there. Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, which you guys I don't have, and it is my favorite so ride. Bad. Like seriously, like I love Big Thunder Mountain just because it's you know the outdoorsy, the, the you know the frontier. I want to ride Seven Dwarfs Train so bad. It's my favorite ride in the park, and my best friend is like, "Why?" So. um Every time she and I go, I'm like, well, you know, we have to go on it because it is my favorite ride. You cannot deny me this. Right. But on the flip side, you guys have, what is it? Snow White Scary Adventure or something yeah. like that. Which is. Which we don't have. Which is like. I'm like, that's cool. Like, don't get me wrong. I love the rides in Fantasyland for us, but I feel they're meant for little kids to a point. Well, to a point. Yes. But like Peter Pan ride. I love our Peter Pan ride <laughs> because it's, you get on the the boat that you fly around yeah you fly small. around there's more space on that versus like mr toad um snow white uh pinocchio all of those we don't have a pinocchio ride the, the cars that you sit in for those are so tiny that it's just like uh i'm claustrophobic even though i'm not claustrophobic did i ever tell you the first time i came off peter pan i cried no i love peter pan so much and i was like so overwhelmed by like being able to like fly on a pirate ship and like I, see it all like I cried coming off of it. <laughs> I love it. It's such a beautiful ride. It is. The lights, is. the colors, the black lights, the just the way they make everything pop. I I mm -hmm. I feel the crying. I could cry. Yeah. 
it was like I was just I mean I love Peter Pan to start with uh, so I know we just came off of the musical for this year but I've already you're, asked the directors like you're, can we do Peter Pan next year I know you're already like <laughs> I got the itch give it to me I love it but I so yeah I love it but yeah so we have some of like the similar rides like we have Barnstormer which I don't think you guys have but you guys have no. Gadget's Go Coaster which I think uh, is similar um I don't know. I've never. It's like a smaller kitty coaster. Yeah, it's in our fantasy land, not fantasy land, Toontown. Toontown. So we don't have a Toontown. I know. We have it's like so weird. we have an area in the back. I don't even. It doesn't really have like a name. It's technically part of Fantasyland, but it's like very. It's circus themed. So that's where Dumbo is. That's where we have um, Casey Junior's Splash Park, and the Barnstormer is back there. There's also um, a meet and greet with. Um, with like some of the like sideshow characters i think it's like um i think you get to meet pete back there and minnie and daisy and they're all in like more cool. traditional like the fab um, circus kind of costumes okay i don't know if it's all of them back there but just the generic they... characters yeah. got it yeah that's cool so um so we have that. And then in Epcot, we have Under the Sea with Nemo and Friends. And I know that you guys have the really cool, like, Nemo submarine yeah. that used to be, what, 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea? Yeah. So, similar concept in the fact that it's Finding Nemo, but a very different ride entirely. We've got the Frozen Adventure. We have Remy's Ratatouille, Living with the Land, Spaceship Earth, Mission Space, Journey into Imagination with Figment. And we have Test Track. I know that Test Track is relatively similar to radiator springs racers and like the the conceptualization well, and mechanics of what it is say, and then at one point where our people mover track is they had like a test track ride on a section of it but they took that out too so we kind of had like a tiny little test track ride at some point but it's not the same as your guys's did you know that right I did not. It's really weird. That's really cool. Well, it's really weird. You're all, it's cool. <laughs> Opposite ends of the spectrum here. And look, weird and cool are not like, they're not separate terms. They could, you know, overlap. I'm, yeah. I am weird. I know. And some people may think I'm cool. You know what's cool about being weird? The best people what? are. Love it. So we have a lot of, so that's Epcot. And again, we have all, we have the different um, pavilions that are, different countries so it's really cool to go through there and then we have hollywood studios where we have like a whole toy story section that you guys don't have i know you have cars we have toy story sometimes i wish it was the other way around but we do have um slinky dog dash which is a like an amazingly cool coaster and i think one of the best things is how immersive toy story land is because everything is just giant it is made so that you feel like you are one of the um the like little green army men in Andy's like army bucket. So you're that size and everything else is just giant around you. So the whole thing with like the slinky dog coaster is that Andy got this um like roller coaster building kit and he built it and he wraps Slinky Dog around the coaster like the coaster cars. So he's like built it in his backyard and you're a little green army man sitting inside like the slinky dog wrapped coaster car as you're going on this like roller coaster that Andy made. 
That's awesome. I've seen the it videos really and stuff cool. of it, and it's on like one of my bucket lists of rides for when we finally make our way to World. But dude, like, it's a good one. To be honest, I'm so grateful for this podcast today because, like, realistically, I try to make a trip to World in my head all the time. But now that I'll be able to like pinpoint specific itinerary items, I'm like, woohoo! I'm building an itinerary tomorrow. <laughs> Even there though I go. won't and be I'm there anytime soon, it. but you know, I'll be there. It's always fun to plan. Oh yeah, even if you're just playing around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so also in Hollywood Studios, in that Toy Story Land, we have Toy Story Mania, which is, it's I think it's technically Toy Story Midway Mania. So the idea is that you're playing like these Midway board boardwalk type style games and you sit in a car and you get these 3d glasses and have like this little cannon with like a pull string and it's kind of like um what is it for you guys it's um buzz Lightyear astro blasters so we have midway mania too oh i didn't know you guys had mid i thought that was one it's, that you didn't have. no it's down at um pixar pier in dca oh that's why yeah it's over in just... buzz lightyear so our buzz lightyear blaster Bla astro blasters is that an actual like um old yes gun though so we, have, we have that one okay. in magic kingdom it's just called buzz lightyear space ranger spin oh okay but i watched the video of it earlier so we also our buzz lightyear is called um buzz lightyear space ranger spin but it's it's the same ride i looked at a video on youtube of it earlier to try and compare because I was like, it's a different name. Is it a different ride? And I realized it's not a different Isn't ride. It's funny the same how they do that. Name. I mean, like, why? I was gonna say, look at it's a small world. Same ride, same name. Also, Leave it. <laughs> well, again, a little different, right? The structure is yeah. a little different. You're bigger, but like the overall like point Scheme, of like, yeah. the overall ride itself, yes, the exact same. So um, we also have, do you guys have alien swirling saucers? No. I don't think so. No. But I'm all looking at you like, to, what is that? <laughs> it's similar to, I think, what is it? Um, The Mater ride. Oh, okay. The tractors. tractors. Okay. Yeah. So similar concept to that. We also have rock and roller coaster. Oh. Which you guys don't have. No. It goes upside down. I, inside. That, what? Inside? It's, it's inside it's in a building the whole idea is you start off in like up uh, like the um like aerosmith is it's aerosmith themed and you're in their recording studio and it's really cool because they like have like aerosmith did like some sort of like video for this and the whole idea is like they invite us to the like backstage to their concert and they have to like rush there so you get in the cars which are like stretch limo style cars. Oh, okay. And they're like, they're very old. It's very like 90s. <laughs> like the okay. cars look like they're older. And it's like a pullback and it shoots you off like into it's the building is black and there's bright neon signs. It's like you are whipping through the streets of LA oh, to okay. get to this concert. Okay. And it runs through, I think there's four possible song tracks from Aerosmith that you ride the ride to. All right. So it's a lot of fun. And of course we have Tower of Terror, which I know you guys have slash had. Or is it still the original Tower of Terror story and you guys have shifted? Oh my gosh. Can I just tell you all right now when we talk about Tower of Terror, if you've never ridden Tower of Terror or Guardians of the Galaxy uh, Mission, Breakout. Mission Breakout, please, please Google it before you go and just get in line for this ride because... You might have your socks blown off if you're not paying attention to what is actually happening around you. Um, and you might hate it afterwards. 
And then you might be mad at your friend. Well, (laughs) story time. We have friends at Disneyland. And they didn't listen to a piece of advice. And it wasn't even from yours truly. It was from other friends and said, hey, you know, you might want to look into this and make sure there's something you want to do. They rode Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout for the first time ever and nearly killed themselves because they were not expecting it to do what it did. Yeah. So Um, just so for anyone who knows without giving anything away it's a drop tower i was gonna say it's an elevator drop that's biggest you're sitting and you're secure but it's an elevator drop and that's all i'm gonna give you because the storylines inside the ride is so much fun and it makes it so worth the ride itself but i mean i i had a panic attack the last time i rode it and it wasn't even the fact of riding the ride it was my own mentalness of going up into the inside queue of going up to where the ride even was that whole time i was completely panicking fine once i rode the ride (laughs) ridiculous i know but do your research on any ride if you don't know what it is i just i had to put that there because it's you got like you said you guys have rides that we don't so you know you might not want to ride the seven dwarves mine train because it's a roller coaster or you know um the the rock and roller coaster same thing inside i didn't know it was inside fully and upside down yeah see i mean like we have an upside down one ride but at dca but still these are little tiny things that you may not realize and you don't want to be completely blown away by them and Mm -hmm. then be miserable the rest of your trip Sure, because that can definitely like rock your like it'll rock your world if you don't know what to expect. And you're like, okay, it's just like an inside ride, and all of a sudden you're like, you have this overhead thing coming yeah. down, and you you're on a car that's shooting you into a dark building, and you're like, I did not sign up for this. Yes. Speaking of that, though, we have another ride. So in Animal Kingdom, we have Expedition Everest, mm. which is actually short for like an extremely um, long name it's expedition everest legend of the forbidden mountain wait what no one ever called it that i'm like i've only ever known it as expedition everest done yep so it's actually got like a very long full name but no one ever Holy uses it cow. because it's really really long that's first of all the queue for that ride is probably one of my favorites it is so cool and so immersive like you don't like play games or touch or do anything but like you feel like you're walking through a place that's deserted and it's in the Alps and it's like really cool. But that one, just to give everyone a heads up, there is a surprise and there's some broken tracks. Mm. There's some quotes around that. So, you know, that might be another one to, to take a look at if you're like, Oh, maybe I want to do this ride. Yes, research um, is very key. Even even if it's just to the point of reaching out to a travel agent going, hey, we don't want to do roller coasters. Can you give us a list of rides to not do? It, yeah. That's what's nice about having a travel agent or being just even just having good friends in general that are willing to share Absolutely. information with you. Absolutely. Whether and you what is a it. travel agent other than your bestie, your vacation it's bestie? Especially because we know all the ins and outs. We, oh, we, we are like Joey from Friends. We put ourselves inside of maps. <laughs> I think that's your favorite go-to. I literally, I love that reference though, dude. Because I feel like, like we need to get you a shirt made that says that. I am Joey. I, You know, I have, I, okay, we're going to go down making outfits. We're going to glow down clothes alley, y'all. 
Merch coming soon. Oh boy. <laughs> Put yourself on the map. Gonna be super excited. All right, so, um, finished with all the rides at Hollywood Studios. So in, um, so now we're into Animal Kingdom. Yeah, Expedition Everest. Expedi Expedition Everest. We have a whole safari and there's lions <laughs> and hyenas. And hippos. Yes, hippos. We have gators, zebras, giraffes. Like, it's amazing. It's really cool. Huge, a huge herd of elephants. By the way, if anyone has any interest in like animals and stuff, on Disney Plus, the show Animal Kingdom I is love that show. Absolutely amazing. Literally, like, I, we, I was gonna say, say we, oh my god, we turn it on as background noise and just yes. have it just in the background playing, and you learn so many tiny little facts. You're like, wait, what? They do that? Yeah, it's it's okay. really cool. So, and then it's really cool because then you can go on the safari and you can see all the animals that you were just learning about. So that's awesome. We have Kali River Rapids, which is like one of those like roaring rapid, like the big tubes where you're, there's like two and two and two and two, and you're all sitting in there and they're going through rapids and some people get wet and other people are like, I stay dry that whole ride because the rapids turn you and there's no, there's no yeah. expected way that things are going to happen. Ours um, is called Grizzly. What? Ours is called Grizzly River Run. Okay. It's the same concept though. Okay, do you guys, does yours have like a theme, like a story for it? Well, it's in the Big Grizzly Mountain, the, the big rock mountain at California Adventure. So you hear mm -hmm. the Big Grizzly Bear roaring and it's in the Redwoods. So it's in that like whole river feel of like being in the California mountains and going down through the Sierra Nevadas. And I mean, we've got, you know, the famous rivers here that everybody goes rafting in summertime, especially with all the snow melt we've got coming. So it, it kind of goes with that whole, you're going through the mountains of California and the big trees over here and here's a campsite and forest service. And it's a really cool vibe in the area. That's like a, like when you go to like a, um, an outdoor national outdoor, like parks or anywhere else, <laughs> a, a national park, and you can walk through on the trails and stuff like that. You'll see those kinds of like decor in the area. So our, so Kali River Rapids is an actual, like there's like a story to it about the, the, natural beauty of nature and there's like the story is just is about like illegal loggers who are like cutting trees down so at like one point you go under there's like a log um that you go under and it's lit up from the inside red so it looks like the tree was like just cut down and it's like burning so oh, cool. it's actually a really sad story so if like, you like. So like when it gets it cut with the chainsaw, it's still got those little few ambers kind of cool. Mm -hmm. So that's, so we've got that one. Um, there's also, we have, we have Pandora. So that's like in and of itself. I'm jealous right there. <laughs> Done. Can't so, even want it all. I'm not, I'm, I'm a bit bitter about Avatar only because when James Cameron first came out with the first Avatar, it was battling with Avatar The Last Airbender, the live action movie. Yeah. And I was so mad because I grew up watching Avatar The Last Airbender and I was like, well, that's Avatar. What's this James Cameron guy doing? Why does he get to call his movie Avatar? So I'm like, I feel, I, I feel a certain way about Avatar, but the floating rocks are amazing. 
when we have flight of passage which is one of the most outstanding rides like ever in the queue you get to see one of the um one of the the like navi bodies so I love the yeah. floating mountains. I the fact of the concept that the Disney pulled off with them for in a park is amazing. Yeah. I I know. I love it all. But it was Joe Rody who did yes. it, who also did Mission Breakout. He's amazing. So he is. I like this guy's brain is insane. Um but so we have that, that so that's Flight of Passage, and then we also have Navi River Journey, which is like a nice little boat ride through like really cool um bioluminescent stuff. And there's a um a Navi shaman, which people say is like the most amazing animatronic they've ever seen. Um those rides typically get re- really, really long wait lines. Um we also have Dinosaur, which is not <laughs> It's not for small children. My now five-year-old loves, loves, loves dinosaurs. Like his favorite dinosaur is a Carnotaurus. Like Carnotauruses are kind of like, you know, they're vicious. And he was terrified, terrified on dinosaur. I was scared on dinosaur, but I was able to like rationalize and be like, oh, they're they're just animatronics. So, but it is, it is a dark, scary ride. I was going to say, so tell me about this ride because like, what is it? Because like when I think of dinosaurs for Disneyland, it's when we're riding around the train around the entire park. Mm-hmm. It's just like yep. a little a little glimpse for us. So tell me about this ride because I don't picture dinosaurs when I go to Disneyland. <laughs> so the whole the premise of dinosaur is that there's a scientist who needs you to go back in this vehicle. It's pretty much it's like a jeep kind of a vehicle. It's I think it's four across and I think there's four rows so it can three or four rows so it can fit like 12 to 16 people in each car and the idea is that he's transporting you back in this car to just before the meteor hits like the earth and you need to find an iguanodon a what an iguanodon is that like a lizard it's a, it's a really no it's a dinosaur okay so i guess a lizard but like a really so big is one it like like a um Oh, what is it? Like an iguana, but obviously a dinosaur, or like a um, what is it? Uh, um, uh, it starts with an M. Ah, I can't think of it. It's still alive to this day. It's a big lizard that walks the earth. Monitor. Um, yes, yeah, so I knew it was with an M. Is it like that? You know, they're they're like this. Oh, they're cute. What the heck? That they're thing is like not. Cute. Show me they're that dinosaurs. again. Hold on, I gotta make you bigger. That thing is adorable. It's a, oh wait, have you ever seen the Disney movie Dinosaur? I love that movie. That, the main character in Dinosaur is an iguanodon. Oh, oh okay, I love that movie. So with, with the um, little egg, and, and they're actually being hunted by Carnotauruses. Oh, Carnotauri. Okay. No, no. But so you're in this vehicle, and you like get transported into, I guess, Triassic. Okay. I am not up to date with my dinosaur time periods, but it's whichever of the last time periods it is right before the meteor hit the earth and then dinosaurs became extinct. So you're traveling and it's bumpy. So you're in this car and it's on a track, but you're not just going straight on the track. You're like bouncing from side to side and up and down. It's very dark. Dinosaurs are dinosaur animatronics are popping out from left and right um tri- uh, not triceratops uh pterodactyls are flying out from the ceiling 
Okay. Uh, so it's it's kind of scary. <laughs> I, I mean, like, as a little kid, I could totally be like, what in the hell did I just see? And like, not for nothing, they do an amazing job with the animatronics because they look so, like, quote-unquote, real. They're not, like, cutesy dinosaurs. They're, like, scary dinosaurs. Yeah, it's not, like, um, puppy dog pal version. Yeah, no. So if you have kids who, even if they love dinosaurs, they might get a little scared by the jostling of the ride or the dark or by things popping out of them that they know it's like, oh, it's a dinosaur. Dinosaurs eat like people. Yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe avoid avoid dinosaur. But right around the corner is Triceratops Spin, which is really cute. It's one of the circle rides. You know, it, it's like Magic Carpets of Aladdin, which I realized I don't think you guys have either. Uh-uh. So, like, we have an area where you used to, and I think that they still kind of do, where you can meet Aladdin and Jasmine. But, oh, no, actually, I don't even think that's there anymore. Because, so we used to be able to meet them in, like, Adventureland. And they had, like, a little area where there was, like, the magic carpet and stuff like that. Yep. But now they're more over by, like, our fantasy land, and it's a small world. Interesting. So, yeah, Aladdin and Jasmine are still in um, Adventureland for us. We have Magic Carpets of Aladdin. It's right across from the Jungle Cruise. Yeah, so this is right next to the Jungle Cruise. Yeah, it's similar to um, Astro Orbiters. It's similar to Dumbo. It's that same concept of, like, you sit in a call. So Triceratops Spin is the same thing, except you're sitting in a Triceratops. Okay. Well, and it's the same, like, up and down. And I've seen that they've been talking a lot about in the future with those blue sky projects of dinosaur land becoming something new. Yes. Which... Well, they did. They already took out Primeval World, which was like a roller. It was a roller coaster. Okay. So they took that out. So dinosaur land is kind of like empty, but we do have the boneyard there. And I hope that even I hope that they could figure out a way to keep that. What's that? It's it's the i think it's the biggest like playground area that we have in disney world it is huge it's it's themed like a um archaeological paleontology dig okay because like when you when you named it you want to know what i instantly pictured the elephant graveyard from lion yes that's what i thought no it's like an archaeological dig okay but still like same concept that would be kind of cool though lion king boneyard the elephant graveyard so Hoping that they keep that because that's been super amazing okay. and really fun. Question, because I don't know world. Answer. Where is this in related to like uh, Big Thunder Mountain for you guys? Is it in the same park? I'm no. Oh, see, that would suck then, because that would be really cool if it was, and kind of tie that into the like villains land. Here, hang on. I'm, pull- I'm pulling up. I'm pulling up. <laughs> but do you get map. what I'm saying? How it would be cool to tie that little yes. bit into that villain's land. Of, yeah, because that could be like the elephant graveyard yeah, for Scar. Yeah, with Scar, Scar the, the hyenas, the green, the... Mm, I like it. But no. who knows? They could so do something at... Was it right. Magic Kingdom? They're actually, they're very, very far away from each other. It's Magic Kingdom that's got Big Thunder, right? Yes. Okay. So just, just to show you... So that's the map. All the way up top is Magic Kingdom. Animals in the left. All the way down there is Animal Kingdom. Epcot's far right. Okay. Yep. And Hollywood Studios. Okay. So it, they're far. They're not close yeah, together. Where like Disneyland, you're literally a two on top of each other. Yeah. Like I've I've literally finished the fireworks in front of the castle, been right at the rope of the castle, and booked it down Main Street through the Embarcadero over to DCA and made it to World of Color in less than fifteen minutes. 
yeah, you're not gonna get that. The <laughs> only way that you, you're not gonna get that because you need to take like, you can't walk anywhere. No, you need you to take transportation. Disney transportation, and we have that. So that's another big thing, right? So we have. I know you guys have like a little monorail. Yeah, but that cars is really big. That, like have, our monorail does. It goes. It doesn't stop at any hotel. Yeah, it just drives through the hotel like area. And then you're at uh, downtown Disney. That's it. And then the other entrance is uh, in the park. That's it. Yep. Yep. And you can't ride unless you're, you have a ticket. Yeah. So ours is different is you can hop on anywhere because our monorail doesn't go through or into the park at all. We have two monorail loops. So we have the ticket and transportation center, which is where if you're driving, you need to park in order to get to Magic Kingdom. Okay. So that's where that, so you hop on at Epcot or at the Ticket and Transportation Center and you can hop on like the Magic Kingdom rail or the Epcot rail. Oh. The Magic Kingdom rail loops through the Polynesian, Grand Floridian, and Contemporary. And it also takes you to the front of, no, it doesn't take you to the, the, like the Ticket and Transportation Center is like the front of, I think. I like how you're like, wait, I got to put myself in the map. Well, because we, so I have yet to stay on a monorail line okay. resort. So I'll be doing that in picturing it. November. Yep. I got so you. The, typically, like, so we've gotten on the, the last time we went on the monorail, we actually hopped on at Epcot and took it from Epcot to the ticket and transportation center and, and just back. We just did a loop. Okay. So that's the other loop. That's the Epcot loop would be hopping on either in Epcot or at the Ticket and Transportation Center, and it takes you to and from Epcot. Okay. Um, so we have that. We have the buses that go to and from all of the resorts to almost all of the parks. And then we have the Skyliner, which is relatively new. Um, and that connects Art of Animation, Pop Century, Caribbean Beach, and Riviera, those resorts, to Epcot and Hollywood Studios. Okay. I'm like, so I'm like looking at the map you just showed me, trying to like picture hotels that I know from the areas and <laughs> trying to do my best so, of picturing it myself now. I mean, that's another thing is you guys only have three actual Disney resorts. We've got like 20. 2022 something like that okay, that's like good in fact it might even be more i think it might be even 27 25. okay so you, that's what i thought closer so i think so it so on disney world's like actual site it says 25 more than 25 but i think they're counting like it's like the contemporary also has Bay Lake Tower, but it's considered part of the contemporary, but I think they're counting them as separate. Yeah, I get what you're saying. But again, we've got a lot oh, more yeah. places on property to stay. Oh yeah, where ours is right. just so good have, neighbor. Exactly. I mean, you have those three and then other ones, yeah. but we've got, so we have Bay Lake Tower at Disney's Contemporary. We have Boulder Ridge Villas at Disney Wilderness Lodge. Copper Creek Villas and Cabins at Disney's Wilderness Lodge. We have the All-Star Movies, All-Star Music, All-Star Sports Resorts. We have Animal Kingdom Lodge. We have the Animal Kingdom Villas at Jumbo House. The Animal Kingdom Villas at Kidani. We have Art of Animation, Beach Club Resorts, Beach Club Villas. We have the Boardwalk Inn, the Boardwalk Villas. 
Caribbean Beach Resort, Contemporary Resort, Coronado Springs, Grand Floridian, Old Key West, Polynesian Village Resort, Polynesian Village Villas and Bungalows, Pop Century. We have two Port Orleans resorts. We have Port Orleans French Quarter and Port Orleans Riverside. We have Saratoga Springs Resort and Spa with the Wilderness Lodge, Young the Yacht Club Resort, Riviera Resort. We have the cabins at Disney's Fort Wilderness, the campsites at Disney's Fort Wilderness, and the villas at Grand Floridian. That's a lot, dude. <laughs> that is a lot. Did anyone do a count for that? Can I just tell you that you look like one of those um, auctioneers just going... Bah, 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 bah. <laughs> I literally love it. That's seriously going on. Our cover art for this week because we needed the auctioneer moment because that was hilarious. That's, and that's just on-site properties. Those are all on-site and that's 31. That's not counting good neighbor. That's not counting Good Neighbor. And we have a fair of those. And that's not including either. So we also have like um, the Swan, the Dolphin and the Swan Reserve, which are technically Marriott properties, but they're so like close. They're like considered on property. <laughs> they are like I stayed at the Swan, Swan, Swan Dolphin. I stayed at one of them and it was like a 20 minute walk to either Hollywood Studios or Epcot. <laughs> like okay. we walked there. So, so those are just like... Those are all of like those on-site resorts, not including, excuse me, other resorts that are nearby. Outside. Yeah. There's there's more great accommodations, which are like the good neighbor hotels. Your Best and Western, your Clarion, your Marriotts, that kind of stuff. Well, so we've got the Drury Plaza, which is yes. new. We've got Fairfield Inn by Marriott, Home 2 Suites by Hilton, Town Place Suites by Marriott, Spring Hill Suites, Holiday Inn, Beer Resort, Homewood Suites, Resident Inn, Windham Garden, Lake Buena Vista, Double Tree Suites, Windham Lake, Buena, another Windham Lake Buena Vista, Hilton Orlando, Hilton Orlando, Windham Grand Orlando Resort, Bonnet Creek, Waldorf Astoria, Four Seasons, Signia. We've got a lot. Well, that was 18 just there. Oh, thank you for counting. <laughs> so now it's just not 18, going, 18 and 31. That, and that's 18 and, like, and 31. Uh, 59. 50, yeah. 59 and resorts. that's not all. Well. And that's not even yes. things that are. Those are just in a close approximation to the parks themselves. You can still stay in other areas that are a 45 minute drive away if you chose to. Sure. Sure, but these are the ones that if you're staying on property, you get some sort of Perk. like they're considered to either be like on property or yes, they they have more um, more perks than um, than if you chose to stay somewhere off property. So hopefully, hopefully you can find something within your budget at one of those because the perks that are part of staying on property at Disney sometimes they're really worth worth it oh absolutely i was gonna say disneyland on property perks besides having that extra magical hour now in my yeah. opinion it's not worth it you get a lanyard with for a pin you get a generic pin that everybody gets you know it's not anything special because you can get the same pin when you go to the pin trading you know, and then you get a few discounts for downtown Disney, but even then it's not at any of the stores you really want to use them at. You know, it's not so, at World of Disney. It's not at the princess dress shop. It's like, hey, you want to use 20% off at Annie Ann's? <laughs> you want to you wanna go buy I mean, I some like flip-flops, you know? So we, so the perks that we get are a little bit different, right? Because 
when we're talking about Disney World, one of the big things that people talk about is transportation, right? So either you have to pay to park, like you like if you're driving, you have to pay to park in one of the parking lots. But if you're staying at a Disney resort, you get the free Disney transportation. So you get the, the buses or the Skyliner or the monorail. And that's really how you're getting around Disney. But if you're not staying at a resort, like the, you either have to Uber or Lyft, or you have to hope that where you're staying has a shuttle. Um, and if they don't have a shuttle, you have to, or if they do have a shuttle, a lot of times they only have, they have scheduled hours instead of running um, every like 20 minutes. It's like, okay, well, we're we're running at 11 and then again at two and then again at five and then again at seven and then not again until 11. And, you know, you're, you're stuck with those hours unless you want to Uber or Lyft. Um, you can rent a car, then you have to pay for parking. Um, you do have to pay for parking at the resorts. It's, I think, $15 at the value and it's 25 at the deluxe. Um, so you get the perk of Disney transportation. Another really big perk that's actually really important is um, if dining is important, is that if you're staying on property, you can start booking, hear me out, try and fall. You can start booking your dining 60 days out from your first day of your reservation. So when we go to Disney in November, our first day of reservation, like the first day that we're reserved to be there is November 19th. So 60 days prior to November 19th, I can book my dining and, and experiences for the entirety of my stay. Which is so nice to be like, hey, I want to eat at, um, what is it, Topolino's? Am I saying there you that? go. I want to. Well, I want to. Yeah. I want to eat there, and we're going for a honeymoon. Can Can you help me snag this reservation? Even if you mm -hmm. don't get it on day one of those reservations opening, you still have that whole sixty days ahead of time to try to pull it off. And it's so nice to be like, "Hey, I've secured it. I know I'm going to be able to eat there. It's checked off my to do list." Versus you get in the park and you're scrambling, and then you go to that restaurant and there is no opens. You have to well, hopefully over a wait list, and even then, so we don't we don't even really have wait lists. Yeah, see, we have walk-up waitlists. reservations, so like some do, but realistically, we don't have a lot because we have um, the dining is so wanted. Dining is such a yes. big thing at Disney World that like it's hard to it's hard to get a reservation. Period. So like those people who are staying off property can. They have to come back and check every single day from their 60 days. So like if I was off property, I would 60 days prior to November 19th, I could only go on and book any dining I wanted on November 19th. Then I'd have to go back the next day to book for November 20th. And then the next day for November 21st. Whereas being on property, I can now book for the last day of my trip. Yeah on that 60 days from November 1st, which honestly, 
it gives you a better opportunity of getting those reservations that are really hard to come by. So things like Bibbidi Boppity Boutique, right? Because it's not just dining, it's also experiences. So getting that Bibbidi Boppity Boutique reservation or getting Topolino's. Topolino's is incredibly hard to get for breakfast. It's the only time Topolino's does characters. It's breakfast only. They have dinner, but it's like a fancy dinner. It's not a character meal. See, so if you want like that. our storytellers does that where it's character in the morning yep. but dinner time it's still the buffet but it's just mm-hmm. quiet dinner buffet enjoy the ambiance in a sense yeah so we also have because and again just with the nature of the fact that our park that like walt disney world's park and resort is so much larger than disneyland's we have a lot more opportunities for dining so what is it do you guys have one two character meals um we actually so we've got i think it's three I know, someone was saying that in the like in the thing last i think it's night. three we have storytellers cafe we have um goofy's kitchen and then the plaza inn but the plaza inn only does character breakfasts and that one's inside of the park itself the other two right. are in um the disneyland hotel and the grand californian so we have a lot both inside and outside the parks, right? So inside the parks, you got like in Magic Kingdom, you have Crystal Palace, which is a buffet for with Winnie the Pooh and friends. You got Cinderella's Royal Table, which is uh, princess dining. You have Be Our Guest, which is inside Beast Castle and the Beast will walk around. In Epcot, you've got, I'm going to kill the pronunciation of this and I apologize. I cannot for the life of me figure it out, but I'm pretty sure it's called Akershus. And that's in the um Accurus. The, yeah. Everybody says it like Accurus. Accurus. I should have it's Kevin. Not right. I'll have Kevin ask because he is my pronunciation wizard. So it's it's a weird one, but that's in Epcot, and they're gonna find that in the Norway Pavilion. That's also Princess Dining. You've got Garden Grill, which is in the Living with the Land Pavilion, also in Epcot, and that's Mickey Pluto, Chip and Dale. In Disney's Hollywood Studios, you've got Hollywood and Vine, which separates their meals. So you have Disney Junior um as a breakfast so that's characters like vampirina and doc mcstuffins you've got fancy nancy at that one and i think you have goofy dressed in his like mickey roadster racers um costume for breakfast and then lunch and dinner is mini seasonal so you're gonna get the you know you're gonna get Minnie and mickey and i think goofy and daisy um, dressed up depending on the season. So you're going to get them, like, if you go in September, October, you're going to get them dressed up in really cute Halloween stuff. In November, December, it's going to be more Christmas-themed outfits. Uh, and then at Animal Kingdom, we have Tusker House, which is Donald, Daisy, Goofy, and Mickey, and they're really cute. They're dressed up in, like, um, safari outfits. They've got, like, the hats, and that's amazing. And that's just character dining inside of the parks and i might have forgotten some but there's a lot um and then there's resort character dining experiences that are in the resorts which are outside of the park so these you can access without having park reservations so you've got what i think it's 1900 park ave and that's in the grand floridian you've got mary poppins you have alice in wonderland the mad hatter there's storybook dining at artist's point which is in wilderness lodge you've got snow white the evil queen grumpy and dopey at that one 
Ohana at the Polynesian has breakfast with Lilo, Stitch, Mickey, and Pluto. You got Kate May Cafe at the Beach Club with Minnie and Friends, Topolino's um, at Riviera. Again, this is just the breakfast, Mickey and Friends, and you've got uh, Chatteria Al Forno at the Boardwalk in, and that's Disney Couples. That one is currently not. That one has not resumed character dining yet, but it's on the, like that is one that does offer character dining. So that's just character dining. We're not even talking about other restaurants that have just straight up sit downs. So, oh, Chef Mickey's. How did I forget Chef Mickey's at the Contemporary? Like there's so many, <laughs> like I, it's insane. Yeah, I'm like, I can't keep up. And I figured it out, it's Akershus. Kevin, that one, that's it. Kevin Google translated it for me. I was like, oh, that's a that's smart the- idea. And that's exactly what it is. That's the right pronunciation. And for some reason, for the life of me, I just cannot say it. But yeah, so there's there's a whole bunch of character dinings. I think that's like, what, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. 10, 11, 12. That's like 14 or 15 dining, like just straight up character dining. Not even talking about other sit down dining. That's not character dining. Yeah, and that's oh, makes it it's so much more enticing to go to world just because of character interaction i mean granted we've been told disneyland and california adventure parks themselves have better character interactions than your guys's four parks do because they just the characters are out more they interact more that's just way more involvement versus you guys where you get all of the restaurant versions so you get more interactions that way it's it's definitely different i mean there are character interactions in the parks um like you know sometimes you'll just have poo and like walking around catching butterflies we have you know this um cinderella stepsisters on the side of the castle yeah um we have fairy do you guys have fairy tale royal hall we do that's where all of our princesses are yep Yep, so that's, you know, the princess meet and greet, so we've got that. Um, But we do get a lot of character interaction uh, when it comes to dining. Well, and then, I mean, like, so I guess even with that, too, you guys have characters where we don't. I mean, look at Max from Goofy Movie. You know, when he dresses up as Powerline and stuff like that. We don't get that, you know. (sighs) we um, Look at your guys' parades. You know, you guys have the big Maleficent dragon that goes down your main street and stuff where we yep. don't, you know, yep. fire breathing on main street. Could you imagine that in Anaheim? Whew. No. The fire marshal would have a field day. But, yeah, but do you know what I mean? So there, are, it's a fun experience to see the differences. I mean, look at like your guys' on property um, Genie Plus perks. You can book your Genie Pluses before you even enter the park. If you're getting it, you know, where to land, you have to wait until you've already gone through the gate and been scanned in. Yeah, so with Disney World, um, you can book your first lightning lane at 7 a.m. It doesn't matter if you're on property or off property, everyone gets access to, like if you've purchased Genie Plus for the day, you can book your first lightning lane at 7 a.m. But then you can't book it again until two hours after a park opening or until you swipe into your first like lightning lane. And that's that's a whole big thing. Maybe we should do another podcast episode on how genie plus works you know i was i'll be honest i'm sitting here making a list of new episode ideas for this 
Um, and we we have a lot of things that we really need to cover, um, even if they're just mini episodes for everyone, because there's there's a lot, you know, like we were saying earlier with Erica, a food episode in general and not even just like park related. But like, what about rides that are no longer at any of the parks? You know, things like that. There's there are things that I'm like sitting here going, oh, man, there are so many different things that we could touch base on for everybody mm-hmm. that we haven't even thought of who knows this this could be a rabbit hole that could turn into something for our listeners it very well could be um but yeah so without spiraling into the rabbit hole of what genie plus is and how it's tangent season like disney like genie plus because realistically genie plus can be a whole episode on its own um and and it probably will be um just know that if you're at disney world you can book at 7 a.m and then We'll discuss other things later. But being on property, as in having booked and and staying at a Disney resort, you get to book individual lightning lanes at 7 a.m. prior to park opening. Whereas if you're off property, you have to wait until park opening in order to book an individual lightning lane. So... For us, the individual lightning lanes right now are Tron at Magic Kingdom when it's typically Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. Oh, yeah. It's Guardians at Epcot. It's Flight of Passage at Animal Kingdom. And it's Rise of the Resistance at Hollywood Studios. Because, again, our, uh, our Galaxy's Edge is at Hollywood Studios. Yeah. Also, our... Mickey Minnie's Runaway Railway is at Hollywood Studios. I love that ride. And I'm so happy that we finally have that ourselves to be able to enjoy. So it makes sense for it to be in like Toontown for you guys. And I love that. Yes. And I wish we had it too. And it's weird for your guys' Hollywood Studios. What? It's weird for the being at like your guys' Hollywood Studios. Just because like the outside of the building and stuff, I feel like it's like the LA Chinese Theater. And I'm just like, it's so weird. Do you know what ride used to be there? No. See, this is what the one rides that are no longer there. I'm telling you, that's a whole Um, rapid son. But what was it? In in that building used to be the great movie ride. So having it be the Chinese theater makes sense. Because it was. so it was a ride that went through um, and, and took like great, great moments from great movies. Okay. And you got to kind of like drive past and like watch, watch them. So it was, you know, like you saw stuff from um, Singing in the Rain and from Mary Poppins. Um Okay. Yeah, so you, you get to see like all of these really the nostalgia, and because it I was like all like it. the gr- like the greatest movies, having it be set in like the Chinese theater made a lot of sense. It doesn't make as much sense now with it, um, with like it being revamped to Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. I wonder if they're ever going to do anything about that. Probably not, because it's literally like Sunset Boulevard. When you like walk into Hollywood Studios, like that's what you see dead on. Yeah, I can't imagine that they would change that, but 
Could you imagine if they just changed like Hollywood studios in general for both parks? You're like you guys in general, and then like our little Hollywood lot that we oh, have yeah. because I'm mean, our Hollywood Studios section is so tiny, like straight it up is. so tiny. With the only ride is Monsters Inc. And, and even that's not, you know, really anything. Yeah. And then the the big building next to it is a big warehouse that years ago, uh when like when Frozen first came out, they turned that warehouse into a ice rink or not ice rink like well yeah there was like a a snow rink in it so you could have snowball fights and go sledding you got to meet olaf in there but then other than that now it's just like an extra a store now they just have it as like oh here's some extra marvel merch or like when a new movie comes out here's just an extra store for that versus that whole area i don't know there was talk way back of them re theming that whole area and putting in like making that even more marvel camp avengers campus like before they made avengers campus itself and like making a spider-man roller coaster this is like all speculation too but there was like a spider-man roller coaster that was going to wrap around through the front of dca and stuff like that like the monorail kind of does and make it even more themable okay but like our our Hollywood Studios isn't anything. The The cool part that was there was we had the Monsters, Inc. ride, which is still there. But as you come out of it, there was like there's like a stage area that they used to do like mad tea parties. And it was like bands that were in the area like they do in downtown Disney and stuff like that. They would play everybody would because you can have alcohol at DCA. Everybody would have drinks from the little local bar that's like right there, too. That was like local pubs that had drinks that they brought and sold you know that were authorized through disney and whatnot but like that whole area is kind of like dying interesting so like is this this is speculation of dca now but is this where they could put tron oh i mean if that that area is slowly dying i mean they've got the hyperion theater that's right there which granted they've got the new show that launches in june but other than that that whole area is a lot of real big dead space i mean there's some shops and then there's like a movie theater type from the muppet show but or a philomar magic show i don't know Speaking of shows, i, I have some speculation sorry. Speaking of shows, that yes like tell me shows so like you guys have phantasmic we also have phantasmic but your phantasmic yes. is at disneyland yes Yours is in hollywood studios See, that's what I'm saying. It's so weird how the layouts are. Again, when you break I it think down, yours is weird. <laughs> well, and ours is a smaller scale yes, than yours. Ours huge. Yeah, but then again, look at size comparison and how much space yes. they have with like the swamps and all that to be able to build upon where ours right. is in our rivers of yeah. America, which is even tinier than it used to be now. Yeah. Because they cut a good third yep. of it out, which really sucks. So, you know, so I'm fairly certain you guys don't have the Festival of the Lion King. No, nope. you don't have the Finding Nemo show. Uh, no, I think they did it for a little while, like they did right now the Lion King show down at our um, Mickey's fantasy theater that's like right as you enter our toontown uh-huh. um because they did they had you know they had shows there that they did 
like the Sorcerer's Apprentice. The right now is the Lion King. They kind of they like alter it out over the years. So I think at some point they did Nemo, like when Nemo was first coming out and stuff. Right. But okay, so we have that. Um, we also have like a whole bunch of just shows and story time stuff with um, Beauty and the Beast. We have Lightning McQueen's um, Race Car Academy. There's, um, I know you guys have the It's What's that? A Show. With like Lightning Queen that. on stage. I want to do that. Yeah. And then um, I know you guys, you guys have the Indiana Jones ride, which we don't have, but we have an Indiana Jones stage show. Yeah, I was going to say, Wayne, you were just talking about the stage show mm-hmm. difference the other day. Yeah, so there's that. Um, shoot, what else do we have? Um, there's story time with Belle. Which is right next to Beast's Castle in Magic Kingdom, where like you get to like go and like follow her through like the story of Beauty and the Beast. Huh. Yeah. Yep. That is really cute. And so there's there's a bunch of differences between um Disney World and Disneyland. You know, some of I think some of the biggest ones are the size right there there's the size we also have the differences in rides we have um the food i think food is potentially one of the the biggest ones again it's just by nature um not by nature but like by default the fact that disney world is much larger than disneyland we obviously have more dining experiences um we also have um I think another, obviously, a really big thing is that we also have two water parks that you guys don't have. So we've got Typhoon Lagoon and Blizzard Beach, which are your typical water parks. I think there's like nine, I want to say, nine slides in each. They both have areas for kids. But again, it's just something else that the Disney World Resort has that the Disneyland Resort does not have. Um as a heads up for anyone planning on or wanting to do the water parks at Disney World, you do need a different ticket in order to go there. You can't just buy like a four-day ba- uh, four base ticket and expect to be able to get into the water parks. That's, um, it doesn't work that way. Ooh. So with the water parks, you there's a specific ticket where it says it's like base parks plus water option, water and sports option. And for that, you um, with that ticket, you'll be able to get into the water parks and you don't have to make reservations the same way you do for the other parks, which, yay, no more reservation system in 2024. Um, that'll be exciting or like a you know, not as intensive um, as it currently is, but you need the very specific part of, um, you need the very specific water park ticket. Um, but other than that, I think I'm so excited the biggest... for water parks. You what? I love that you guys have water parks and I can't wait to go to both of them. Yeah. So especially with all the new revamps. Exactly. So, and I was just saying, you know, like, it's really exciting that we have those that you guys don't. So that's also another thing, but to make sure that you buy the, the specific ticket for the water parks, because you can't get into the parks with just like a base park ticket that only yeah. gets you into like the, the four parks, not the water parks. Okay. 
So I think that's well, all I you need to know that. about the differences in uh, what, as a lander, you need to know when coming to Disney World. Or even just being your first trip to world like me, you know, I mean, yes, I'm in Lander at Mm -hmm. first time, but there are people that have never done any. Also, it's really exciting. And I'm so excited to learn all this new stuff. I'm going to have to like sit back and re-listen to this like four or five times and make notes again because like I get so excited with listening and talking to you about things that it just I get overwhelmed and then I have to try to relate to Kevin and he's like, what? That didn't make sense. And I'm like, hold on, I got to re-listen. And I am always okay, here to help you bounce the, bounce those ideas off of me. I'm so excited. I love it. I love it. Because I want to stay at the Animal Kingdom Lodge. Oh, my God. I love Animal Kingdom Lodge. I want to see the giraffes. So, see, I, I'm so excited. You can see the giraffes out of your window, by the way. Or like, I know. And that is what's so exciting. So exciting. Yeah. Well, thank you for all of your tips and tricks. And I'm so excited for all of you guys to be able to have learned as much as I'm learning because I <laughs> learn way a lot every day. Got a whole book um, of notes. Yeah, so much. And I love it because I can literally go, hey, what about this? And you got it like drop of a hat for me. So thank Done. you. You are welcome. It's my pleasure. And thank you guys all for listening to the beginning of our, you know, housekeeping notes with all the new news and for listening to all of your tips and tricks on being a guide to Disney World for your first time trip or for being a Disneylander like myself. Yeah. So. All right. All right, guys. Thanks for listening and we hope you have a great week. Bye.